This is Carrie Gephardt, and you're listening to Five for Fruit, your five-minute fix for Reformed theology and practice. What we do here is go back, 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 back. Paul then stood up in the meeting of the Areopagus and said, Men of Athens, I see that in every way you are very religious. For as I walked around and looked carefully at your objects of worship, I even found an altar with this inscription, To an unknown God. Now what you worship is something unknown. I am going to proclaim to you. Acts chapter 17, verses 22 and 23. Welcome back to another episode of Five for Fruit, a proud member of the Society of Reformed Podcasters. We've started a series called Big Questions. Maybe these are questions you still have as a believer. Uh, Maybe these are questions you have as someone who's curious about Christianity, about what the Bible teaches. Can we know that God exists? Article 2 of the Belgian Confession of Faith addresses this very question. And it says that we know that God exists and God is made known to us by two means. First, by creation, preservation, and government of the universe, which is before our eyes as the most elegant book. Then it quotes from Romans chapter 1 where Paul says, His everlasting power and divinity, the invisible things of God, are revealed to us in creation so that no one uh, has an excuse. And then it says, second, we know him more clearly. We know God more clearly and fully by his holy and divine word uh, that's illuminated to us by the Holy Spirit. The Reformed faith calls these two things general and special revelation. And what's interesting is that when Paul goes to Athens and he's brought to the Areopagus and he preaches to them, he draws on both of these. He draws on general uh, creation, revelation, and special revelation to preach to these people in Athens the good news of Jesus Christ. In verse 24 of Acts 17, he says, The God who made the world and everything in it is the Lord of heaven and earth and does not live in temples built by human hands. Paul is drawing these, um, these listeners to the reality that God is the creator of everything that we see. He's Lord over all, and he's revealed himself in this creation. And he describes who this God is. He's not served by human hands. He's made all men and gives them life and sustains them. Uh, And from one man, that is Adam, he made every nation of man and he providentially placed them in each place so that, verse 27, men would seek him and perhaps reach out for him and find him, though he is not far from each one of us. God has revealed himself in creation, even though these people were apart from the special revelation that was given to Israel. But then he goes on to talk about their conscience. God has revealed himself not only outwardly in creation, but inwardly in the conscience of all people. This is not a revelation that results in salvation, but it is one that instructs us what is right and what is wrong. And some of the uh, Reformed faith has called this the natural law. It's the same content as the moral law, the Ten Commandments. And it shows us that because we are moral creatures, uh, there must be a lawgiver. There must be a God. And this is what he says, verse 29, Therefore, since we are God's offspring, we should not think that the divine being is like gold or silver or stone, an image made by man's design and skill. In the past, God overlooked such ignorance, but now he commands all people everywhere to repent. So, Paul is calling upon the moral law or the natural law that's also revealed to us that it's in our conscience that we know that idolatry is wrong because God's law says uh, you shall not make for yourself an idol. You shall now bow down to it. And this is how God has revealed himself, not only in creation outwardly, but inwardly in our conscience 
Uh, finally, then Paul draws on special revelation and says in verse 31, for he has set a day when he will judge the world with justice by the man he has appointed. He has given proof of this to all men by raising him from the dead. So not only has God revealed himself in creation outwardly in the conscience inwardly knowing right from wrong, but also he's revealed himself in Christ. He's revealed himself in the savior who came and died and was resurrected from the dead. Uh, and that is the, the, the character, the full character of special revelation so that we can know that there is a God. Well, until next time, may you bear much fruit to the glory of God. Pfeiffer Fruit is a proud member of the Society of Reformed Podcasters. Check out more members of the Society at reformedpodcasts.com. Subscribe, rate, and review Pfeiffer Fruit on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. And visit the website pfeifferfruit.com to listen to past episodes and to read articles. Until next time, this is Pfeiffer Fruit, your five-minute fix for Reformed theology and practice.